0: we even begin, what is sugar? Just so to give people a fundamental understanding of, of what it is and how can they how can they spot it? How can they even be aware if they're consuming it? Are we
1: aware as we think we are or not? So I think that's one of the big problems, and this is one of the problems with ultra processed food. So you've said that sixty-two uh, percent of our sugar intake comes from ultra processed food. We know about seventy percent of our salt intake comes from ultra processed food. And the thing is we're just not aware of this. And I think as well that there's a lot of miscommunication firstly about the health effects of sugar but also about what's actually in our food so you see on the front of lots of foods low no or or reduced sugar but actually they're still packed with sugar you know like baked beans for example Mm. but if we take a step back and actually think about what else could be considered almost in a similar way to sugar we know that sugar is a carbohydrate and we know that carbohydrates are ultimately broken down to different types of sugars. So any of the kind of refined carbohydrates, we're also consuming far too much of, in my opinion. So a lot of these are staples. So lot, uh, white rice, for example, white bread, white pasta. These are actually broken down to these simple molecules that we call sugar. And it's these simple uh, molecules of carbohydrates that circulate in our blood that cause these downstream unfavourable effects for us. Mm-hmm.
2: So it just means that you know having a, a bowl of white rice or actually a spoonful of sugar in your tea can ultimately have the same effects. So that's why you know, we shouldn't be demonising... Mm. one particular added sugar mm-hmm. when you've got the source of the sugar there that we're ignoring. Mm-hmm. And that's why, and that's what manufacturers use to sort of try and trick you to say, well, added sugar is zero because we've got all these starches and things, which is the way plants store sugar uh, in the food. It is, again, about educating people and not demonising, not being too reductionist again mm-hmm. yeah. to uh, attack only sugars because if you do that, you're falling into the trap just like we demonize fats, the food industry just changed the name of it, they move it around, they, you can't see it, and at least there's 50 different names for mm-hmm. sugar you can find on the back of a label of a ways that they can add sugar without you seeing it. It's really important that people understand that all carbohydrates potentially can produce these much smaller sugar molecules, which end up as, you know, I mean, like, like table sugar, essentially, the sucrose, and except things that have high amounts of fiber in it. And those carbohydrates are the ones that aren't broken down that easily to sugars, and so most of them are healthy. So that's what people need to think about when they talk about sugar, is this more general idea of it. And that, in a way, you've got carbohydrates with different levels of how quickly they give off their smaller sugar molecules mm-hmm. that get into the blood and cause problems. And understand that all the different words there are out there for uh, what is actually sugar When you're in, the, in the ultra-processed foods. You don't have this problem in real foods. Mm-hmm. You've basically just got starches and fibres, mm-hmm. and it's quite easy to work out actually what you're eating. It's these foods made in factories where they use all kinds of mysterious names to fool you, particularly in low-fat products, because they have to fill that space mm. with either protein or sugars and trick you with artificial other sweeteners and uh, and colorants. And so I
1: think, do you know, I think picking up on what you said, Tim, so one of the big problems is as well that the other nutrients that are in the food so I know we've already said this but you just can't look at a nutrient in isolation yes. and so the problem is is that many of these sugars that we're eating or refined carbohydrates that end up being processed as sugars in our blood have lots of other unfavorable components in those foods and also in nutrition we always need to think about our diets in terms of what we're displacing and so the same with a food so in the same way that tim said within a food if you're taking the sugar out what are you putting in but the same within your diet if you naturally have a tendency to want more uh, sugary so more sweet foods then What is it that you're going to be replacing and displacing? And I think that's a really important consideration. Before we go on to that is the natural sugars versus the Mm -hmm. refined sugars. So
0: I think it's really interesting when you obviously just mentioned that sugar is sugar. Biochemically acts the same as our body. It doesn't notice that white sugar might be different to a natural sugar. But there's different processes that can help slow that release of the sugar within within our blood glucose. But there's so many products, especially in the last five to 10 years, such as smoothies and juices and things that are very sweet and appetizing to us, but are also labeled as healthy. How can we as a consumer start to understand the right decisions and the correct decisions to help optimize our health? Because I do think if we're looking at fruit and we're thinking this is healthy, but actually if we're having a smoothie that's having all of the fiber taken out, then it is not going to be having a favorable impact as much as we think we are so how can we actually start to understand more around the types of sugars that we should be leaning towards and the ones that actually are more detrimental I think that that's a real confusing subject for so mm. many people t- really trying to make the right choice but being misled but it's all
2: about educating people and re-educating them as the science is is making it obvious that mm. Just because it says healthy on the pack, we do not have the support from government or uh, the Trade Descriptions Act to actually separate those out. Because mm-hmm. th- they'll find ways to make it look like it's healthy, and it's up to the consumer to actually realise that no, this isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's got nice pictures of fruit on the on the cover and things, mm-hmm. um, and you know healthy people jumping around, doesn't mean it's and it's low calories or no added sugar. All these tricks, the more stuff they've got on on that label, telling you how healthy it is, it usually means you should avoid it. Mm. And I think people have just got to become more savvy because Mm. they're not getting the protection from the government they need. And we now know that, uh, as Sarah said, the structure of food is absolutely crucial. So there are huge differences between eating an orange, whole orange, eating orange juice with the the pulp in it, and, and then having sort of orange juice extracts uh, with only the sugary bits and all the sort of substance taken mm. out. And that has a massive effect on our bodies. So people need to understand that not only is the, uh, the, you know, the ingredients important, but also uh, how it's actually been made. And mm. it does, is it something you could make at home?
0: Thank you for listening. For the full interview, follow the link in the show notes and be sure to subscribe, follow and share the Live Well, Be Well podcast.